Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Big Blue Insider is on. News Radio 630 WLAP and the iHeartRadio app. To interact with the show, call us at 859-280-2287. That's 859-280-CATS. Or you can tweet us at BigBlueInsider1. Welcome back. Hour number two of Big Blue Insider. Mark Berger filling in for Dick Gabriel tonight. Uh, and if you if you want to join now, me and Curtis, because Curtis Burge is with us like old times, uh, you can call 280-2287-1-800-606-4263. Email me, marketwlap.com, uh, or tweet us at Meisterberger, where we've gotten a lot of a lot of support for your appearance here, Curtis Burge. Reunited, right. and it feels so good. I, I did not need that, Curtis. Uh, so, uh, Curtis, the most important thing is you now have, like, the best seat in all of, of basketball uh, most That's of the true. time, no, all the time. Home games, home, home games. games. Oh, okay, so so you didn't get that great seat at Madison Square Garden. Well, Tom and Mike didn't even get that good of a seat at um, Madison Square Garden. They kind of ship them semi upstairs. Well, that's no fun. The way I understand it, yeah, not 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 ideal. Um, but you know that event's pretty much a madhouse. So that I think they're just trying to shoehorn people in. But no, at home games, yeah. So. I get to um, right next to Jim Barnhart, the engineer, I get a headset. So basically, I have a live feed of Tom and Mike's call with courtside seats. I mean, like, yeah, it's you. It's the best thing ever. Like, I, I can't believe you would give up working with me for that. I'm really. I mean, yeah, that, that's I had to throw that in as a sweetener, right? The final straw. What have you thought of the team so far? Well, like, what did you think of Tuesday night? Uh, it was very, very impressive. I didn't – I mean, when you saw – what we saw in those exhibitions, it was so inconsistent. And, you know, it wasn't the stat that Tyrese Maxey scored the same amount of points in two exhibition games as he did against in one game against the number one team in the country. Yes. So it's a situation where he's a guy that seems to be kind of built for the bright lights, and, and that was impressive. I mean, there was a reason that Calipari didn't start him. He said so much in his post game. He kind of reiterated it today a little bit. That's how impressive uh, uh, he was, and I think that we'll see how it goes going forward. But, you know, having those three guards is just, I mean, it's a really great luxury to have. They are going to be fun to watch once they figure everything out. Uh, and I think that's Without sort of the, the only thing that holds back the offense right now is they're just trying to figure out where everybody's going to be and how to play together. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's the, the other thing that Cal was saying was, you know, if you get – EJ and Nick hit a couple of those post possessions. They score in the post. Then the offense is going to be taken to another level. I mean, Nick hit one, and then a couple other ones he wasn't, you know, didn't look as comfortable. Plus, you know, he's coming back from that ankle. So if those all if those things can get lined up, that their, their offense can uh, become a little bit more potent. And that defense, uh, I mean, that was that was by far the most impressive thing. And I, I mean, I don't know if you know this, but you know, Cal doesn't work on defense early. He mentioned so that ton more. several times today. They got a ton more uh, defense to improve, to learn and to improve upon. So that's that's something that's a heck of a starting point. Uh, what they showed up in New York. Well, and we were talking with with Derek just a minute ago. Uh, like this is they looked completely different from the defense that we saw, not just against Duke last year, but for the first four or five games of the season, where they just couldn't keep anybody in front of them. Yeah, I mean that, that the defense was really, really struggled, and and now it, it's kind of the opposite. The opposite, the offense is what seems to be maybe a little bit lacking. But I mean, it is just one game. That's the one thing to, to keep in mind. It's unbelievably impressive, and you know it's going to pay dividends from a resume standpoint. I know it's early, but you know those those wins will count when you go to the NCAA tournament. So that's going to continue to be a good thing that they have in their bag. Um, when you get to seating uh, situations, but 
I, I just think that it's it's really impressive that they were able to do that against a team that had so much experience, really. Uh, and, of course, the, the the fun continues tomorrow. EKU's in town. Uh, and not like it's a long drive, but uh, they won't walk like Transy does for the, for the exhibition games. Uh, and then you've got Tennessee on Saturday in a game that, while it, it, it isn't one that Kentucky absolutely has to win, but they win that one, they look good down the rest of the season. Uh, you you start looking at the possibility of still somehow pulling off an eight and four season despite everything that's happened here. Uh, what do you see from them going into tomorrow? Wait, who? Or okay. Saturday? I mean. Tomorrow. Saturday. I mean, football plays. Yeah, Curtis. on Saturday. You're used, uh, you're used to. This. I think the the uh, <laughs> hey uh, days of the week are, are tough to keep track of. They're almost uh, football like wise. I I think it's just something that it seems like they've they when they've talked it's been a good balance of yeah we remember the Tennessee game but that's not our sole motivation it's like a little bonus motivation that they have in the back of their minds and I think that you know the second bye week Lynn Bowden admitted as much he goes yeah you know I would have been able to play in the next if the next week had come but it was nice to get a little bit healed up kind of refocus and, and get some rest because that's something that Stoops has also mentioned, you know, like from a mental capacity standpoint, they've been just continually putting more and more on Lynn. So this bye week, I think, allowed him to kind of take a mental break. Not that he, like, completely checked out necessarily, but, you know, it'll be a situation where he maybe was able to uh, take a day or two last week and not just be face planted in a playbook trying right. to learn this new position kind of get that reset so i think that he'll be he'll be in a good position that way and then you throw in the added factor of you know sawyer smith played against missouri they say he's looking he looked even more healthy um uh, at the end of the bye week and so uh, this game is is really tough to even kind of discuss because from both teams offense standpoint because i don't think you know, if you if you had to guess, like which quarterbacks getting snaps on either team, it'd kind of just be a crapshoot, honestly. Right, I, like it's like Kentucky. You kind of know what you're, what's laid out in front of you offensively. That you're you're going to get a a big chunk of Lynn Bowden. Still, you're going to see probably Sawyer Smith from time to time uh, in certain situations. But like with Tennessee, almost anything can happen there. Yeah, I mean, they've kind of just steadily progressed over over the season. I thought that they, they were a running joke early on and, you know, kind of deservedly so with those losses. They, they uh, tallied up early, but now they've gotten better. They've, they've shown they've impressed in the last couple of weeks, but they're still inconsistent, and it's it has to do a ton, you know, a lot to do with that quarterback position. Um, so I, I don't know how those things will end up end up shaking out from that standpoint. So that'll be something to keep an eye on. I mean, the, the one thing that I do know um, is that Mark Stoops on Monday mentioned identity, and that's kind of a, a buzzword on a lot of teams when you talk. What's the identity of this offense? What's the identity of this team? And Eddie Grant, you know, I asked him on Tuesday about the offensive identity, and he said they want to be physical. And it's kind of a slightly different physical because, I mean, the last couple of seasons with Benny Snell, it's been pretty evident that they've been physical. But this year it's it's more – it's physical, but you're you're making blocks for a guy that's going to kind of cut and go, you know what I mean, with Lynn back there in the last couple games. And everybody kind of getting more used to each other. I mean, Drake Jackson, uh, I talked to him this week as well, and, you know, he's getting more chemistry with Lynn. And so that – that relationship is now they're they're getting more on the same page as each week goes on. So, well, you know there are it is true that you know once you get Lynn Bowden on film, the other defense can scheme for him a little bit. But on the other hand, once all the offensive players get on the same page, in theory, the Kentucky offense can be taken to another level. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, you mentioned physical. Like the last year, they wanted their ball carrier to be physical. Now, if they see their ball carrier get physical, I think they will have probably like an anxiety well, attack. Because I like I, the he, last I mean, the last thing I want to see. A little. He has a little, but like I don't want to see him do it. It's well, it's not. It's not. He's not going to go into the hole and lower his shoulder against a linebacker. But you know that one touchdown against Missouri where he was crossing the goal line. 
and a DB was coming at him, and he then he lowered the shoulder and just let him know he was there. Like that kind of physical is something <laughs> that I think Lynn's going right. to continue to do. He's going to be smart physical. I, I, I like the idea of that. I also like I, it's the fascinating thing with him continues for me at least to be to watch him run when everybody knows he's going to run. He's got a guy that has a line on him, and he he doesn't ever do much, but it's just enough movement that he makes who, whoever is coming to tackle him look foolish. Yeah, and I mean, that's the thing. Uh, the, the offense has done a great job of getting in the way to a certain extent of wide receivers. When you, when you look back at some of his long runs, uh, the wide receivers are just, you know, kind of chipping, not chipping necessarily, but just getting between a uh, defender and Lynn, and that gives Lynn just enough time and space to make that little move. And it's kind of, he kind of collides almost more than anything. It's never, you know, it's not a ton of like, cuts like quick cuts necessarily it's just kind of he's always so easy wherever he's going and he just finds a path and that's something that I know the offensive line and a lot of the people that are blocking you know they realize that okay if I just keep this guy engaged Lynn's gonna find a way around him yeah it's not like watching Barry Sanders run but it ends up with kind of the same result of guys just grabbing air yeah, yeah. A, a lot of times that's what ends up happening. And I think, you know, they've been saying for weeks, I mean, the past two weeks, that Lynn is more comfortable throwing, but there's been you know, almost no shot of you seeing that uh, against Georgia down there or in Lexington right. against Missouri because it was pouring so much that so they weren't going to put the ball in the air. So we'll see if that if that comes into play uh, at all this weekend. Uh, I've got many questions left for you. Can you stick around? Sure. All right. We'll keep Curtis around for a little bit longer. I will be back with more Big Blue Insider after this on the Home of the Cats, News Radio 630 WLAP. Hi, this is Gordon Deal. Friday on This Morning, America's First News, setting the ground rules for the potential Senate impeachment trial and lessons from corporate travel experts. Tomorrow morning, 5 to 8, right here on News Radio 630 WLAP. Where else can you find Lexington's best burger, NFL Sunday ticket, live team trivia, and great live music on the weekends? The Shamrock Barn Grill, just off Patson Drive. You can enjoy live music on our patio every Saturday and Sunday night, plus 20 beers on tap and daily lunch specials, including the $6 O round of the day, Monday through Friday. And then catch all the game day action on one of their 17 TVs. The Shamrock Barn Grill, Patson Drive, just off Richmond Road, home of the Big Blue Insider Roundtable. Hey guys, game's on! Whether you're cheering on the Wildcats from the stands or from your den... Go Cats! Dude, you spilled the nachos. Kentucky Utilities is there with you, delivering safe and reliable energy you can count on. But power isn't the only thing we provide. With KU, you can take advantage of convenient, time-saving services like our online outage map, paperless billing, and auto pay. So while the cat's energies go to serving up wins, at KU, our energies go to serving you. I had no idea buying a big screen meant everybody comes to my house for game night. And what do they bring? Chips. If it weren't for Boone's Butcher Shop, I'd be broke trying to feed them all. All right, let's see. Should I go for the pick five or get a meat bundle? Maybe one of Boone's freezer baskets. So many options. I'm going for the cookout special bundle. Now over to the deli for some cheese, grab some marinade. I love Boone's Butcher Shop. They've got it all. Boone's Butcher Shop, top quality meats for less. 100 Old Bloomfield Pike, Bardstown. Online at boonesbutchershop.com. I'm Lauren Bright Pacheco, and I wanted to introduce you to my new podcast, Murder in Oregon. It dives into the mysterious killing of Michael Frankie, a high-ranking political official in Salem, Oregon. The murder has remained unsolved for 30 years. It's a riveting and emotional tale of corruption, bravery, and deep family bonds. iHeartRadio is number one for podcasts, and it's easy to see why. Find Murder in Oregon on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the home of the Wildcats, 630 WLAP. Welcome back, Big Blue Insider. Mark Berger filling in for Dick Gabriel tonight. Joined by Curtis Birch, who's off in his new gig. Uh, and Kurt, so, like, we we still miss having you here, Curtis. But I want to know, like, what's the best part of your of the new gig so far? Um, not waking up on Sunday mornings is is, is pretty good. Like that, honestly, that sounds pretty good. I mean, I, I love the show and all, but it's early, and you were here when I got here almost all the time. I was I was always there before you. Yes, that's correct. Uh, and sometimes you slept on the couch because you were having to run all over the place. Now, like, you, you're down. Like, what's it like to be that down? Only to- happened once. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what's it like to be down to one job? It's not too bad. I'll take it. Still keeping busy. Doing a lot of things. A lot of 
videos. Uh, most all those are posted on the UK Sports Network Twitter, Instagram, Facebook page. Also got podcast going behind Kentucky football. Had a good one this week. Talked to Dick Gabriel. Um, yeah, no, I actually talked to him last night, and I can understand why you're in the show tonight. He was I, I, he, he, he indicated that it was very difficult for him to speak at all. <laughs> and while I don't yeah. feel good, I can still technically speak as long as I have enough like tea with me. Yeah. So I talked to him, Jamar, Boogie Watson, and John Schlarman. They all were, you know, they're all interesting guys. I think John, you know, we were talking last segment about the offensive line. I think Coach Schlarman gave a great great insight and kind of the mentality and how, you know, they like being, being physical. That's something that is music to their ears when it comes to both head coach and OC talking about them wanting to be a, a, their identity to be a physical, hardworking team. You know, you mentioned they want to be blue collar. They want to kind of have uh, the mindset that that's what the program is. And so all those guys have kind of gelled together. That was the thing coming into the season. They had a lot of hype and deservedly so, but they still needed to gain some cohesion. Landon Young coming back from the injury, you know, that group really hadn't played together because of injuries and the guys that were in front of them that graduated last year. So there were still some, um, some situations where they needed to get used to each other a little bit on the field. And I think they've done that in the last couple games. And it's been, been really, really impressive. Well, and let's be honest. The the Lynn Bowden era of this UK football season has made they they might not come out and say it outright, but has made the offensive linemen happy because offensive linemen love to run block. Like you never see an offensive lineman accidentally pass block, right? Like when offensive linemen make mistakes in blocking schemes, it's because they forgot it was a pass play and they smashed the guy across the line from them in the mouth and pushed him down the field. They love doing that. Yeah, stuff. and also. Also, it allows them to continue to block because everybody says, you know, when with Len in the backfield, you never know when the play is going to end. He keeps plays alive, and so you just keep blocking and blocking and blocking and blocking, and that's exactly what they want to do. Uh, by the way, coming up at the bottom of the hour, we'll talk to Greg Stottlemyre, uh, the EKU play-by-play guy, about the upcoming EKU basketball game. Uh, but we we still have Curtis Birch here now. We just want to keep you around for that uh, as well. Uh, I've other. Totally important questions. Curtis, have you ever heard of somebody like eating Reese's Pieces without chewing them? Reese's Pieces? Yes. No. Like I just read a thing, that, that, I just read a thing on the Twitter, and you know how sometimes the internet makes me mad uh, about potential presidential candidate Bill Weld. He eats Reese's Pieces, and he ooh. just puts them in his mouth and swallows them. He used to be governor of Massachusetts, and he's, he might run for president. He just, he just, heard that guy. He just swallows Reese's Pieces whole. I like don't make any sense. Why would you do that? Like a, no, there's no reason to do that. It's maniacal. It, it and now I'm, I'm kind of shook by it. Well, he, I'm putting his uh, presidential prospect at zero. No, they were already Does at that, zero. They have to be lower than that at this point. Probably. Well, I. So you're not getting any taste when you swallow. No, that's exactly yes. That's exactly like why would you even eat the Reese's pieces? You could just take ibuprofen. At that point, it's the same. You're not thing. supposed to take that many. True, like you shouldn't. Kids, you should not take 25 ibuprofen. Uh, I think that's about what's in a Reese's pieces pack these days. But now I just don't. I don't know what to do with that bit of information. So I had to share it with you. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm trying to think of the weirdest things. I actually did a weird candy thing the other day. I bought a bag of, uh, I, and I don't know why they were out on shelves, but already considering it's not even Christmas, but I. When I see them, I like them so much I have to buy them. It's the Starburst jelly beans. Those are really good. Like, yeah. Like I regular know, Starburst. I, as I said, I don't know why they're on on the shelves. I feel like that's an Easter thing. I don't know. Maybe right. No, they anyway. are. Like regular Starburst are trash, but Starburst jelly beans are really good. But I opened the pack and I separated them into individual colors. What? Yeah. You never. And then, like, and then I make combinations. I have the. Like those Pringles commercials? Like, well, kinda ish. I have the yellow, the lime, and then the green, the lemon, and I have so I have like a sprite drink, but it's a Starburst. I might have to try that. That's pretty. It's pretty interesting. Yeah. Huh. So that's that's. But I, I chew them. I don't swallow them whole. Um, what do you? I, back to actual sports stuff. Politics. Yeah. Talking politics. No, we're not going to talk about politics. Uh, about just, what sports? Because I just don't want to. Other sports stuff like. There was 
earlier in the season, like all sorts of people angry at Eddie Grand, especially after the, the Georgia game, after the Missouri game, people were singing his praises. This has been a weird football season for UK. Like, where do you, I guess, how do you rate what they've done over these eight games, given sort of what they've faced personnel-wise? I think it's been unbelievably impressive, to be honest. When you lose three quarterbacks, your top three quarterbacks coming into a season, and Terry Wilson, well, Nick Scalzo before the season started, Terry Wilson, your starter, and then Sawyer Smith, your backup for a couple games. Uh, To get any wins is unbelievably impressive, and that's something that I think Darren Hinshaw and Eddie Grand have kind of almost become accustomed to, not going to a wide receiver necessarily, um, but adjusting to quarterback injuries and quarterbacks not being at 100%. I mean, Steven Johnson you know, was in a situation where he came in after the guy that everybody presumed was going to be the starter in uh, Drew Barker got injured, and then for a good portion of his career, he was, he was held together by duct tape and rubber bands. And they were still able to get a bunch of wins. And, you know, last season they have a healthy quarterback, but he's inexperienced at the highest level of Division One football. And then by the end of the year they had an offense that was looking pretty good. Um, and now this season they thought they were going to keep that rolling and they got thrown some curveballs and they were able to adjust. And able. And I think it's honestly it's a credit to everybody that where the defense knows they have to step up with the quarterback. Um, situation. Um, as I mentioned, I talked to Boogie Watson, and that's something that he said. He goes, I mean, it's it's kind of a cliche, but he said the fact that as a defense, if we hold them scoreless, there's a pretty good chance we win. Right, so it's really hard for them goal. to win that way. Yeah, and so, I mean, it was kind of just everybody kind of coming together and pulling the rope in the same direction. And uh, the, the schematically-wise, you know, Mark Stoops has mentioned how he put in a couple of jet sweeps. He goes, you know, he's he's good at, as a head coach with a defensive um, mindset, uh, great at saying, this gives me problems, can we work this in? And I think that that's also something that A. Grant has kind of um, used in his offense, uh, the schemes as well. You know, I, one of, I think one of the things that has impressed me most about Cal and his time here is his ability to take different guys every year, figure out what their strengths are, and by the end of the season get the most out of them. And I think that is – probably in his what are we at four years now here eddie grand's most underappreciated asset right i've got this plan oh no that didn't you know that guy's gone i've got to come up with this other plan and just to continue to be successful yeah yeah and i think it kind of boils down to um keeping things a little bit simple in the fact that you let your best player uh, you put the ball in your best player's hand and you let him try to win win the game. Some people got a little frustrated with it being Benny Snell so much last season, but when looking back, you're like, why wouldn't you do that this season? They're in a similar boat with Lynn Bowden. Uh, that is correct. Funny how it works when you let your best player touch the ball all the time. Uh, Curtis, it was great talking to you again, buddy. We will see you uh, at Rupp Arena tomorrow. Sounds good. See you then. Have a good one. Uh, Greg Stottlemyre from uh, the EKU Radio Network. Up next, you're listening to Big Blue Insider on the home of the Cats, News Radio 630 WLAP. The annual enrollment for Medicare is coming soon, so we're here at Health Markets, a free service to help make sure you have the right Medicare plan. Mike, there's a lot going on here. There sure is. Health Markets has invented the FIT score to instantly compare thousands of Medicare plans from national insurance companies. In minutes, folks can find out if their current plan is the right fit or if there's another plan that can provide extra coverage and help save money. Best of all, the service is free. So what Medicare benefits could people be missing out on? A lot. Plans with $0 copays, $0 deductibles, and $0 premiums. Plans that include dental and vision coverage, or diabetic supplies, hearing aids, and more at no additional cost. With so many choices, our advice is don't go it alone. When there's a free, unbiased service that can help. Go to healthmarkets.com or call 800-749-7519. That's 800-749-7519. 800 749 Got bugs in your house? 
Call IPM. We specialize in keeping your home safe. IPM Pest and Termite has a 5.0 on Google reviews, an Angie's List Super Service Award for the past seven years, and a member of the BBB. This is Matt Schaefer with IPM Pest and Termite. Mention this ad and receive a discount on your pest maintenance service. You can always find out more by going to myipm.com. Call us at 271-8852. Bloomberg could enter the 2020 presidential race. He's planning to submit his name for the Democratic presidential primary in Alabama tomorrow, the deadline to do so. President Trump is posthumously awarding the Presidential Citizens Medal to the family of Army Colonel Nick Rascorola, who's credited with saving thousands of lives during the September 11th World Trade Center attacks. As terrified victims ran to escape the suffocating fumes, Rick remained calm and resolute in his mission. When others told Rick to run to safety, he responded, as soon as I've got everybody in this building out, the South Tower collapsed while Rick was still inside. The medal is the second highest civilian honor in the U.S. Authorities say the pilot of a small plane that crashed into a Southern California home has died. They say two people inside the home, a father and a baby, escaped unharmed. Daria Albinger, ABC News. Talking about gusty winds and very cold air this evening, and it gets colder later tonight, early on your Friday. You can't rule out a passing flurry this evening. Lows tonight, low 20s, a wind chill into the middle teens. Your Friday forecast, mix of sunny clouds, highs 35 to 40 into the afternoon, setting up another cold night with 20s to begin your Saturday, and by the end of the day, we're into the 40s with a partly sunny sky. I'm WKYT Chief Meerogist Chris Bailey on your official weather station, News Radio 630 WLAP. Broadcasting live 24 7 from the heart of Big Blue Nation. This is News Radio 630 WLAP and iHeart Radio Station. For the third holiday season in a row, Lex Reader Sewer and Drain Cleaning is partnering with Hope for the Holidays. Receive $10 off any service when you donate five canned items. If your drains or pipes are clogged, call the specialists at Lex Reader at 269 0155. Locally owned and operated, Lex Reader strives to give back to the community it serves, which is why we partner with Hope for the Holidays. So donate your five canned items and get $10 off any service. Call Lex Reader today at 269-0155. Lex Reader, we keep you flowing. The Livesey Group is a family-owned CPA firm conveniently located on Pasadena Drive near Nicholasville Road in Lexington. They can help with tax preparation for individuals, businesses, trusts, and estates, small business accounting support, including full-service payroll and outsourced bookkeeping services. All the Livesey Group services include free initial consultation and quotes. Bob and Bobby Livesey are native Lexingtonians. They are big blue fans and ready to serve you. The Livesey Group, your one-stop shop for accounting needs. Call 296-1913 or visit Livesey group.com it's nice when your boots look great but at the boot store we make sure they fit great our trained fit specialists will put you in the right size and style we have an unmatched selection of styles and sizes from top quality work boots to the finest handmade custom boots and exotics find a fit so comfortable you'll never want to take them off for the perfect fit and a huge selection get your boots at the boot store on nicholasville road i got my boots at the boot store This is the home of the Wildcats, 630 WLAP. Welcome back, Big Blue Insider. Mark Berger filling in for Dick Gabriel tonight and with uh, our neighbors to the south coming into Lexington tomorrow night for a little bit of basketball. We are now joined by uh, the play-by-play man for the EKU Colonels, Greg Stottlemyre. Greg, how are you doing this evening? Doing great, Mark. Thanks for asking me on. Well, it's good. It's it's good to talk to you again. Uh, how are things down there in beautiful Richmond, Kentucky? It's been busy, you know. I mean, as as Tom or anybody could tell you, this is the toughest time of the year right. for a play-by-play guy with uh, both football and basketball going on simultaneously now. And uh, you've got two big ones coming up this week as well because you've got a big game there uh, actually on the road Saturday, right? Yes, Eastern Kentucky plays at uh, Cape Girardeau uh, against Southeast Missouri on Saturday. Uh, and that's a big one for them. Uh, but before that, you'll be here in Lexington. Or will you, are you calling? Are you in Lexington with us on Friday before the uh, football goes down there? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Probably. Okay. We'll we'll head out and go half part of the way, and then go the rest of the way the next morning. It's, it won't be too bad. Used uh, to it by now. You know. <laughs> Basketball used to start around Thanksgiving. It was a whole lot easier. Uh, not anymore though. 
snow uh and uh in the in the my history is in the non-glamour world of collegiate athletics where you're not uh, hopping on a charter right away so uh, i i feel you on the trip uh these games for you know i'm an nku alum uh these games are always sort of exciting for uh you know the state schools come in and play but you know, for fans it's one thing for teams it's a completely different thing uh eku uh, is going to come up here uh, and and you know from on the bench really hope to steal one, aren't they? Well, they've um, they've scheduled every Division One team in the state this year, and of course Bellarmine is in the process of moving, but they're still Division Two, so they play Louisville, Murray, UK, and Northern all in the road, and they have Western coming in a week after they play the UK game. So I think it's a good move. Uh, you might as well constrict your travel and you get more publicity out of this. And it's a good challenge for your team. I mean, make no bones about it, Mark. I mean, Eastern Kentucky is, is 0-12 against Kentucky. The closest they played him was in the neutral site game up in Indianapolis in the 2005 tournament when a former Wildcat, Travis Ford was the head coach. That was a close game. Uh, but the, the average margin, I ran the numbers today, the average margin of victory for Kentucky in this series is 20 points, point, 20.1. Uh, biggest margin, 35, smallest margin, that that eight margin up in Indianapolis. So uh, it's a good challenge. You test your club. Uh, you play the best. They played Tennessee last year. They played Kansas State last year. Uh, you know, I already mentioned who else they play this year. So I think it's I think it's a it's a good move by both two schools to play the game. And of course, it's always enjoyable for the kids. And you guys got out to an 0-1 start the other day with a big uh, come from behind win over Chattanooga with a team that has a, a little bit of a new look. I mean, they, they lost uh, Nick Mayo, who both broke my beloved Norse's heart last week and was a 20-some-odd point scorer last year. Uh, but they've got guys that that have sort of stepped into that void already, don't they? Yeah, Nick was a big loss. Uh, he was a tremendous player. He was with uh, Tyler Hero on the Summer League team for Miami, did not make the NBA squad. He plays in Japan now, four-year starter, never missed a game, all-time leading scorer, uh, all-time leading shot blocker, great young man, and, and he'll he'll have a long pro career, whether it's in Europe, Japan, or, or whether he makes it back to the States. So how do you fill that void of 23 points a game? One way they do it and again nobody will replace Nick but Darius Hicks came in from North Carolina State where he played his freshman year uh, minutes sparing minutes off the bench and last year he was going to get more time and then suffered a knee injury four games in and then transferred to Eastern Kentucky and had his red shirt year so it was two years ago that he had the injury in North Carolina State he's a big body 6'8 225 a little rusty in practice he hadn't played much but then he had a breakout game against Chattanooga in the win on Tuesday, he had 18 points and 12 rebounds, three blocks, looked really good. So he's a, he's a power five level body, uh, but again, he hasn't played for a couple of years. And they have a good sophomore that was uh, on the OBC newcomer team last year, and Jamaru Brown, who who is good at getting to the basket. Uh, for Eastern Kentucky, their problem, I think the biggest problem right now is they don't have a true point guard. And that's, I think... <laughs> It gets exasperated by how good Kentucky's defense is. Uh, so can you handle the ball? Wandering into tomorrow night's game without a true point guard against Ashton Higgins is probably not uh, helping A.W. Hamilton sleep better at night tonight. No, and, and the way Eastern Kentucky plays, they're, they don't, they're not playing the scoreboard like some teams. And what I mean by that, of course, they want to win. But he is dedicated to a – press for 40 minutes style no matter what. So you run that risk of it getting away from you, but it also can cause problems for other teams. I mean, they were number two in the country in steals last year before behind Florida International. They were 11th in the country in turnover margin. So they, they have some ability to disrupt teams. But when you play the elite teams, that style is tougher to carry out when the elite teams have such great athletes. And, and and a number of them, and, I, and while we're while we're talking about Coach Hamilton, he I like he is a guy that I'm a huge fan of. He's done some work uh, with with Special Olympics when we've been down on, right. there on the EKU campus. Uh, he is a guy with tremendous energy and a purpose to him 
that it seems to me has sort of, uh, you know, it, it, he is sort of a figure on campus down there beyond just the, the basketball facility and the basketball program uh, and, and sort of seems to have the respect of campus down there. What's what what has he brought to EKU in his you know first season and then plus into this one? Well, he's brought energy back to the program that lagged after Dan McHale couldn't get it done in, in three years, and it was a quick dismissal of him, and they went out and looked for a new coach. And I tell you, he's been a great hire. I didn't know him. I knew of him. I talked to Billy Hicks when I did the state tournament with the with the uh, KHSAA network a couple of times about AW, and he's such a genuine person. I mean, you'll run into coaches who are great, and they do things, but you don't know how genuine it is. AW is as genuine a person as I've ever met, and he's brought that energy to the program. He's great in the community. He'll he'll do anything to help others, and I think he's got a bright future. That said, (laughs) job number one for this year's team is to make the Ohio Valley Conference Tournament, Uh, and and Eastern Kentucky has been kind of in a slump there and hasn't been there the four years. So he is in a rebuilding process, but he obviously has appointed in in the right direction. And he doesn't strike me as a guy who is – sort of willing to say okay we're rebuilding and we'll we'll worry about that next year like he he seems like a guy who is set on getting it done with whoever he has at this point yeah he, he does and he's done it really well with uh and he did inherit a couple of kids that were already uh on the roster from kentucky but he's He's trying to make an impact in Kentucky and to make Eastern Kentucky a more viable option if a player doesn't go to, let's say, UK or U of L, or he, he's in between a, a high major and a mid major level. Uh, for instance, Trey King's a local kid from Lexington. His father's a minister in Winchester. Trey was a great player, went to uh, left LCA and went to Hargrave Military Academy, where A.W. Hamilton used to be the head coach of the prep school there. And, and Trey's back, and he's uh, so he's a sophomore from the Lexington area. Peyton Broughton's injured, but he's from North Laurel. He was he was recruited before by the previous staff, and and I could go down down the list. There are other players on, on the team that are from from Kentucky as well, and of course his most signature signee in in year two is uh, is uh, Michael Moreno, who played at Scott County, where AW played for the legendary now retired Billy Hicks. And Moreno's had to fight through that, that foot injury he suffered last year in high school, and he's still coming back. He only played three minutes in the season opener, but he's going to be a big part of this team as he rounds back into playing shape. For folks that are that are going to be at the game or, or watch it on TV tomorrow night, what what should they look for from from the Colonels? If the full-court pressure is effective at all, and if so, uh, how it how it could potentially disrupt Kentucky, and then how do they handle how do they handle Kentucky's defense, and can they keep Kentucky off the offensive glass? I mean, you look at Kentucky's numbers, and I'm telling you something you already know. But last year and now this year with a different squad, I mean, they're just solid defensively, and and that can gum up a team that's not used to that good of a defense. And so we'll see. I mean, I remember Mark when. Eastern Kentucky was over there in, um, let me think here to get the right right number. I think it was in 2013. It may have been the 13-14 season. Kentucky held Eastern that night to 26% field goal shooting. You're not going to win any games like that. So if, if you can't hit shots or you can't find shots, it becomes tougher on the other end. And so I, I just think that the, that the we'll see how the full court pressure does. It's just tough to to uh, to play 40 minutes, but they do play hard, Mark. They play as hard as they can. They play with energy. You know, they're risk takers, and uh, they are fun to watch. And I, you asked me about AW. I think that's part of why people enjoy the enjoy what he's done outside of what he's done for the community. The kind of basketball they play is fun basketball to watch. Well, it's fun basketball to watch, and it's fun basketball to play. And you see, you know, a lot of guys in the situation he's in there. That, that I mean, that's just the way he's. He's sort of wired from the Billy Hicks days, but they'll they'll put in that forty minute style, and they can get some guys to come play that way because it's a it's fun to play. Yeah, and you have to be in shape, and uh, most college athletes are, but it is a commitment. The practices aren't easy, and it, it is grueling. But any any college program requires a lot of their kids, uh, 
as you well know. So we'll see. I, I think, uh, you know, the, the next the next Friday night is going to be a true measure stick. They're going to play a, a very good Western Kentucky team at home for atmosphere. So uh, it's it's a season that is going to be it's going to be a fun season for Eastern Kentucky to see if they can improve. And again, I don't make any. Uh, any wild predictions in this one? I, I mean, I know the reality of 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 what Kentucky is and what Eastern Kentucky is against uh, top twenty five teams over the years. They're fifteen and eighty seven against AP top twenty five teams. Uh, so it, they're a huge underdog. You can get something out of a loss if if it doesn't go your way. You, every game is a learning experience and. And with a team that's mixing in new guys with those that return, but without their all-time leading score, uh, this is going to be a slow work in pro- progress against a pretty darn tough non-conference schedule. All right, Greg, thanks for the time, man. We really appreciate it, and uh, we'll look forward to seeing you here tomorrow night. Okay, thanks for asking me on. I appreciate it. Happy to do it. Greg Stottlemyre from the EKU Radio Network uh, talking about uh, the Colonels who will be back, who will be in town here uh, tomorrow night. For, I always get these times wrong, uh, so I'll look. It's, yeah, that's what I thought, 7 o'clock. 7 o'clock tip-off at Rupp Arena. And then, you know, it, they say that college sports is, is glamorous, but it's a uh, leave the arena at 10, drive halfway to Missouri, wake up in the morning, drive the rest of the way to Missouri uh, for Greg. Uh, they, they don't. It's not as glamorous sometimes as people make it out to be, but having done that sort of thing, it is a tremendous amount of fun. Uh, we'll take another break. We'll be back to close out this edition of Big Blue Insider after this on the Home of the Cats. News Radio 630 WLAP. Andy Bashir leads Governor Bevin by just under 5,000 votes. What happens next? We are not conceding this race by any stretch. What happens here? To our educators, this is your victory. News Radio 630 WLAP. Eat Donato's pizza, get rewarded. Learn more at donato's.com slash rewards. Surprise medical bills are bankrupting Americans, and although insurance companies say they want to help, they refuse to pay their fair share. Meanwhile, doctors and patients get stuck with a bill as insurance companies walk away with billions in profits. And the so-called rate-setting solution they've been pushing for in Congress will only lead to fewer doctors and a shortage of health care in our communities. Doctors have a better solution. They want to take patients out of the middle of surprise billing and let independent healthcare experts resolve disputes between healthcare providers and insurance. This way, patients won't be burdened with bills, doctors will have the resources to continue saving lives, and insurance companies will be held accountable. We need Congress to stand with doctors and patients by standing up to insurance companies. Tell Congress to vote no on rate setting and let independent healthcare experts resolve these disputes so we can end surprise billing once and for all. For more information, visit www.stopsurprisemedicalbills.com. Paid for by Dr. Patient Unity. For over 30 years, Northside Family RV has been Kentucky's number one RV dealer. We stock over 300 new and used RVs. Come see America's top brands like Tiffin, Jayco, Keystone, Forest River, Grand Design, and Winnebago. Don't miss out on our model year closeout sale going on now. Come in now and save thousands. Located at the corner of North Broadway and New Circle Road in Lexington, call us at 859-299-8386 or visit online at northsidervs.com. Go Cats! It's Ryan Lemon, and as a realtor, I've seen a lot of stereo systems in homes, but nothing compares to the selection and quality available at Barney Miller's. Barney Miller's has stereo systems for indoors and outside and fabulous floor-standing speakers to invisible ones. They even have outdoor speakers that look like landscaping. Barney Miller's has price ranges from basic systems to high performance. So stop in Barney Miller's on Main Street in Lexington and talk to their experienced professionals. They can help you hear me on the best speakers or simply enjoy music again. Safe Auto Insurance has been serving Kentucky with affordable car insurance for over 20 years. They know that not all driving records are perfect. Drivers need car insurance they can trust to handle the issues life can throw our way. They have helped countless drivers get back on the road at a sensible rate with a low down payment. Whether you are new or a returning customer, get a free car insurance quote from a company you can depend on. Let Safe Auto get you on the road for less. Call them today at one 800 Safe Auto for your fast and free quote. We all know the importance of nutrition and diet for a healthy lifestyle. We also know that dairy foods deliver great nutrition and value. That's reason enough why Kentucky families choose Prairie-owned Prairie Farms dairy products. 
like our two complete lines of delightful, creamy Prairie Farms yogurt flavors, fat-free or low-fat, both fit neatly under 100 calories per serving. Farm-fresh quality from our family to yours. Farmer-owned Prairie Farms. I'm Steve Drury, Senior Pastor of the Trinity Hill United Methodist Church located at the corner of Tate's Creek and Armstrong Mill Roads. I once had someone ask me, do you believe God will give me a second chance? The question surprised me. Yes, I answered, but God's grace doesn't have anything to do with numbers. If we sincerely want forgiveness and seek His love, His mercy and grace are always there for us. God gives second chances, third, fourth, and so on. Those of us who have found forgiveness over and over again know He is more about mercy than judgment. He doesn't give up on us even when we have given up on Him. Many of you listening today find yourself starting over in lots of different ways. Be sure and allow God to give you a new beginning as well. He wants to walk with you through your new beginnings. We would love to have you start all over again with us at Trinity Hill. I hope you will come and worship with us this Sunday. This is the home of the Wildcats, 630 WLAP. Welcome back, Big Blue Insider. Mark Parker filling in for Dick Gabriel. I think we're going to make it to the end of this one. You're not going to have to like do anything crazy over there to save me. How do you feel about this? Lucky me. Right? <laughs> uh, in uh, another battle of the olds versus the youngs has erupted over sports. The, the entirety of uh, modern American culture is the olds versus the youngs. Are you aware of that? You're a young, right? Right, right. Yeah, you're like what? 23 20 yeah yeah so and i am not a young i'm i'm an old and we just fight over everything like literally everything on earth the latest fight is uh nba related as last night uh there was there was a big super hyped uh national television game the los angeles clippers versus the milwaukee bucks Kawhi leonard against giannis last name i can't pronounce even though i've done it several times I'm not going to try right now because um, I'm on cold medicine and you just never know what will happen. Uh, and everybody was all excited except that Kawhi Leonard didn't play. Uh, he, uh, Doc Rivers, the Clippers coach, said that he was healthy uh, and he wasn't playing because of what they called load management. Uh, this is a NBA and, uh, to a certain extent, NHL term for – uh, we want him to be healthy when they go into the playoffs because the season's long, right? 82 games is long. Uh, the Clippers had played the night before. A lot of guys uh, later in their careers. And Kawhi isn't old, but he's played a lot of games because he played all those years with the Spurs. They always played deep into the playoffs. Uh, he obviously went to the finals last year with Toronto. Like he's put, a, Like, he's probably played almost two full extra seasons in his career just in playoff games. So he's been around for a little bit, and that takes its toll. But they've only played six games this season. Uh, and if – I don't know. I Like, I don't know what the answer to that is. I, I grew up – because I'm an old – I grew up in an era of going to Reds games, and when you paid for your ticket to the Reds games, which, by the way, cost like three fifty, uh, you would walk into the stadium – and you would have, barring something catastrophic, like his arm had fallen off or something, uh, you would have the whole Big Red Machine lineup, and they would all play in the game almost every day, again, unless they showed up missing an arm, in which case they might sit that game out, or they might not, you didn't really know. And now there's there's a lot more saving guys for later in the year and saving guys for later in the career. Uh, it's a lot. There's a lot more money involved. And I get that now. Like I feel like I legitimately feel bad for people who bought tickets to that game, thinking they were going to see Giannis versus Kawhi, and one of them doesn't play. But I don't know how you get around that. Like I don't think you can force guys to play eighty-two games a year just for ticket holders. Uh, and I and I don't I don't know what's going on. And of course, older NBA players have all weighed in, uh, saying that you know there was, who was it? That might have been Rex. Was it Rex Chapman posted the tweet of the video? I don't want to say it was Rex because I, I can't remember. But somebody posted a tweet or a video like the game used to be much tougher and everybody played almost every game. And it was just video after it was you know clip after clip of 
like the 1980s Pistons and Celtics punching each other. The most shocking thing of that is, uh, of that video clip was Akeem Olajuwon just punching a guy, just out of the blue, wham, punches him right in the face. I don't think I ever saw Akeem do that. But the game was completely different then. They fought all the time. I'm not sure that's right, really, the answer. Although there was a certain sort of fun to watching people fight the Pistons, especially. Uh, and they did play almost every game. But again, there's there's so much more money in it. There's so much more involved. I would say the playoffs last longer, but they don't. The playoffs have been the playoffs the way they're structured for a very long time. Um, but it's, it was just funny that it blew that it blew up. Uh, speaking of cold medicine, at the last break, you'll you'll be amused to hear this. Uh, I kept trying to get the college football game on the TV in here, and I couldn't figure out why it hadn't started yet and what what was going on. And so I was looking for a weather delay. You know why the game wasn't on the TV in here? Uh, it, it it hasn't started yet. Right. Like it doesn't start until eight. And I was like, where's the game? And I was freaking out. Anyway, uh, big weekend for UK sports. Uh, You can get all the action, of course, here. Uh, Tomorrow, we start at 5.30 with the KSR uh, Countdown to Tip-Off show. Yeah, that's right. And then uh, we have an hour and a half with Buzz and Rex and Tom and all those guys. And then we do it all again the next night uh, for the... I'm going to screw that up, too, for the late kickoff. I think it's 7.30. Are we 7.30 tomorrow, Evan? Uh, basketball game at 7 tomorrow. 7 tomorrow, but Saturday. Oh, Saturday, 7.30, yeah. Yeah, 7.30 kickoff there. Uh, so you can get all that action here. It'll be big fun. We're going to have a huge time. Uh, you don't have to really sweat maybe tomorrow's game as much, although you kind of never know. Uh, Saturday's game will be quite something uh, because, again, if Kentucky – like, weeks ago we had – well, at the beginning of the season, week one, we had assumed Kentucky was going to beat Tennessee because Kentucky looked good in their opener and Tennessee looked terrible in their first two games. And then everything went south and turned around and we'd kind of given up on that Tennessee game already. And now you just don't know what's going to happen. And that's how sports should be. You show up and you don't know what's going to happen and you sit there completely enthralled with the process and cheer and cheer until your team wins. There you have it. Uh, thanks for spending some of your evening with us. We always appreciate it forever. This is Mark Berger, and this has been Big Blue Insider on the Home of the Cats, News Radio 630 WLAP. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.